pull up a bar stool. All right, this is your Thanksgiving edition of the Pubcast. I've got John Robinson, JR, my ba- backup CEO, business manager, back on the show. And it's a simple question today What is marketing? This is going to go so many different directions. I was a little skeptical when we started. This is, I think, one of our better shows. I think you'll enjoy this. So sit back, relax, pop a bottle. Let's do it. Hey everybody, John here from JohnLumber.com and John Lumber Digital on Facebook. Here's another edition of the Social Media Pubcast where each week we invite you to the virtual pub and we get drunk on entrepreneurship. John Robinson, JR, my business manager, backup CEO, is back on the show. How you doing, JR? Happy Thanksgiving. This is Thanksgiving edition. This is Happy Thanksgiving We're actually sitting at the Thanksgiving table right now eating turkey, interrupting. No, we're not doing it. It's actually Monday right now. What's going on, man? Wow, I am beside myself. And it's because, yeah, it's because I got suckered into a sales funnel (laughs) that I ended up watching a what is marketing conversation. And it was a room of guys that pay $25,000 for a weekend immersion to talk about their business. And I had access, I have access to some of the content. And let me, no, let me restate. It was something they recorded probably a couple years ago and they made their money off of it. And then they decided to offer it as a free lead magnet to try to get other people to go into, you know, this type of training. So I got to see it for free because you know, they're trying to get me to sign up for my $25,000 check. So, so I'm watching this content and it's this huge yelling and discussion about what is marketing and what is it, what it isn't. And as you know, I've come from some of the biggest brands in marketing and I've learned classically and I have an MBA. And a lot of what they're saying was yet again just bogus. And I just thought, wow, where where is this world to where people are gonna pay $25,000 to listen to this type of debate? So then I said, you know what? I'm gonna start it all over. So I wrote out a slideshow that I'm gonna present. And we're gonna sell it for $25,000. No, no, truth be said, you know what? I'm looking at it now, it's 39 slides, and or no, 33 right now. And it's just about what marketing is and what marketing isn't from all of my studies and all of my firsthand application, what we've done, it's just, it's the truth. I feel like it's Alan Iverson. I just watched the documentary, The Truth, but or The Answer. Was it The Answer? But um, yeah, so I just started writing all this stuff out, and I, I figured out what it is I truly believe marketing is. And then I started wondering about what you think it is. So in the spirit of answering the question, 
of what is marketing, we could go down the path of what it's not or the path of what it is. Now, here's the beauty of this. There is no wrong or right answer here. It's what everybody's definition of marketing is to themselves. As I say that, I just didn't like what I watched with them, this this group, because it was literally, let me ask everyone in the room what it is. And then after everybody answered, the guy said, no, 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 the whole time. <laughs> and then he said, what it was and to me what it what he said i'm like that's not marketing so well all that well, said first of all uh okay. i guess more power to them if they're able to get 25 you know whatever i hope those who are spending twenty five thousand dollars are getting what they paid for and they feel like it was valuable and it's not just a feeling that it was valuable because they bought into the hype but it actually provides something that they didn't have before they couldn't have got before right so that those are the things that worry me like i hope they're not i hope there's there's more to it than just the hype that they're spending twenty five thousand. you you bring up a good point because when i listen to the word hype it's a performance yes and this was absolutely a performance i mean it was entertaining to watch was it educational for me it became educational because I got to dig into what I really think marketing is. Instead of having someone say, no, 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 yes. It was like, no. It, I think the definition is unique to everybody. So I like what you're saying, though, about did, did the individuals who participated get value out of it? What I've learned is that people who spend that type of money – they will not allow themselves to believe they didn't get any value. Right. Because they'll, they'll just overvalue what they said. It was like, hey, I walked in here and I didn't have that idea about how I look at my customer. Now I have it. And it's worth $25,000. No. I, 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 this is, there's many, many studies about this, about how human beings rationalize anything. It's like, yeah. You know, they've done studies where they've interviewed a lot of, you know, those who've lost limbs in wars and battles. And yes, over 90% of them say, you know, once they've recovered, that is the best thing that ever happened to them to lose their arm or lose their leg, whatever. And I still think that's just a human condition to just say, yeah, that we. I, I think you were correct about that. And I, this is going to go a completely different direction than you planned, but I, I kind of want to talk about it. A, a, a cynic's perspective on this. Again, I I don't even know what this twenty five thousand dollar thing is you're talking about, but I've seen a million of these things. A cynic's perspective on this is that. So first of all, you so you, you got these people pay twenty five thousand dollars for it. They often then have affiliate agreements. So those who did pay twenty five thousand dollars, hey, you tell your friends about this and how great it is, you'll get five thousand dollars. Right for each huh. for each sale, and then they're putting up um, recommendations and testimonials like how great it is, and they're saying that, and then they're like, "Whoa, man, this guy's making so much money at twenty five thousand! Like, I want I want to be in with this guy." So they'll they'll try to support him and everything, to, so that when they got their twenty five thousand dollar product, he's helping them pitch it too, and then so 
It's almost like this again, cynics perspective because I'm, I'm I'm not into this stuff. It's like a, almost like a pyramid scheme of sorts. Like they might not really be getting anything out of it other than trying to find a way to get everybody some money. Oh, you're you're so terrible. It's true though, isn't it? it it's a hundred percent true. I don't say a thousand percent because I don't believe that because there's no such thing as a thousand. A hundred percent true. Because as I look at it, I know someone who's in who's involved in it, and I've seen seen what happened to him. He is promoting it left and right. He became credentialed. They never had credentialing before, or not credential? What is it? Um, certified. 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 It became certified. Blah blah blah. Person, and then now he's got twenty people under his own umbrella learning this way of how to be a man i mean like literally so with all that said you're spot on i like i like that but we'll reel we'll reel back in just to go back to the initial discussion of what is marketing and and what's what it's not marketing is not and marketing is what shows up when you just think for you marketing is not what i don't know man I mean, look, All right, so, so hold on. So how about this? Let me, I'll take you through it because this is really, it's a hard discussion. It's a really hard discussion. So I'll just prime the pump for you a little bit. So so little, little background on this. JR has that classical background in being trained in marketing. I do mm-hmm. not. I didn't even realize I was in marketing until someone told me after the fact, after I left a job, <laughs> that that was a marketing job. So I should apply for another marketing job. So <laughs> that's that's kind of that's where I'm from. Uh, so I, yeah, I, I, go ahead, shoot. All right, so I, I'll you know what? Since I have a slight advantage here, I'll say what it's not and see if you agree. So the first thing for me, I believe marketing is not advertising. Mm. I, I don't I don't I don't think it's advertising. I believe that advertising is a tool within marketing. So yeah, think of it falls under the, the Swiss um, Army knife. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it falls right. under the umbrella. Right. Okay. So perfect. It falls under the umbrella. I think marketing is not social media. Another tool, because again, advertising, social media, images, video, logos, taglines, those are all parts of marketing, but that's not marketing. Like marketing, marketing to me, and this is what I've learned, and this is what most people don't know because I've been backstage in some of the biggest companies and biggest brands where we spent lots and lots and lots of money on understanding how a customer decides, on understanding what a customer, who the customer is. Like who are we... Who are we trying to get to know so well and influence so that they buy what we have to offer? So when when I think about marketing, I think marketing, what we just described, those are tools, but what the real essence of marketing is, is empathy. And that, you know, inspiration that I got, you know, that, that thing that I watched, they were way off with it, which made me go back to what I really know marketing to be. It's empathy. And first off, knowing who we're 
trying to get to understand. Like what situation are they in and what's their role in the situation? So it's deep customer insight is like the first of many pillars of what marketing is. Because like for you, John, if you really had to dig deep and say, okay, I do this for the kind of people who blank, what, what would you say? You wouldn't say I do this for the kind of people who pay $25,000 mm-hmm. to come see me for a weekend and for me to promise million dollar revenues in seven days. Yeah, I mean, it's really for those people who want to ethically build their brand. There, there it is. Ethically build your brand. Now, I love that because I've never heard you say that that's who it's for. No, so I've never I never remembered it. So but I, I, I've, I've heard some feelings of it, but ethically build your brand. Now, with that said, what did what do you believe their role is in this situation? Like you said, they want to build their brand. What is their what are the jobs that you think that they have to do? To build their brand? Yeah, yeah, to build their brand. Like, like what are the job, if you're, if you're targeting ethically, the, the kind of person that's really ethical in the way that they want to build a brand and put something in this mm-hmm. world, what, are, what do you think the jobs are that, they, that that person has to do? Tell their story, need to share their core values, need to show value, provide value, and ultimately need to be if if so not if they don't convince people to buy from them it's kind of like that that hard sales marketing approach make sure that your brand is top of mind when someone is thinking about their, this problem that you can solve yeah i i love that you said that though because when you start thinking about what marketing is it is providing value you know, it is putting a story together because that's what all, I've always believed and I've taught this a lot, that the story is the center of marketing. And then the people that you want to tell the story to is the is the out the outer circle. And then the circle after that is what you want them to do. Like what what's the call to action? And then on the outside is all the tactics. It's all the other stuff. But most people start on the outside and they say marketing is Facebook, it's social media, it's direct mail, it's it's banners, it's all that. No, marketing is the the center of it is like literally that story about what what pains you're going to solve and what value you're going to create by doing that for that person. That to me is what the core of marketing is. It's not everything else on the outside. And you literally I love the fact that you want to work with the kind of people who ethically are putting something in the world that's going to help other people. Like, like what, what have we found? What have we found out that we, we had a bunch of people in, you know, one of our groups that were just doing bad stuff. I mean like that, that's not our target. Right. And I think think we've found that on occasion. Mm -hmm. It's, It's pretty rare though. I think right. I think what happens is they quickly realize is they're getting no value out of this community because we're not providing right. the type of shady answers they're looking for. Gimmicks. Yeah. Like gimmicks. There there's a lot of lot of 
institutions and learning places and content on the web that's all about flashy gimmicks and it, one thing i liked that you said earlier was I, I like to work with the kind of people who clearly state their core values and, and when you're talking about building a brand those are promises that's a brand promise something that you know that you want the customer to really talk a lot about is is those commitments are those commitments so reeling myself back in so when we're th- talking about empathy and marketing, we figure out who it is that we want. We figure out what it is they do, like meaning what are the jobs they want to do? What are the decisions they need to make? How will they know they're successful? Like you said that earlier, you're like, hey, if somebody's going to spend $25,000, you hope that it was more than the performance. You hope whatever jobs that they have to do in their business are going to be bigger, better, easier, faster, whatever it is, or whatever decisions that they're stuck on, that they're able to decide faster or make better decisions. And then most importantly, how they know that they're successful in, you know, after they've paid this $25,000. When you think about our customer base, is that, does that show up for you when every week you're putting a PHC webinar on how do you how do you design the webinar is it just based on what john wants to do no it's uh based off of things that um i think are going to help the community that's in there Mm -hmm. it's like why did they sign up for this in the first place what are things that they may not be aware of what where are their pain points the things that they may be struggling with so i mean that's that's the thought process yeah i i like that too because i know this to be true that you listen for feedback in our communities. And I think part of building, you know, the weekly webinar is based on what PHC elite or basic members are hearing, what they're seeing, what they're afraid of, because there's a lot of things that are written out there that's like, oh no, they're changing it again. And then all this fear, percolates up and I think that's what that's one of the values of community that you can have some people say hey slow down you know don't don't worry about that change yet or that you know whatever it is so it is important for you to be aware of our customer and what they're seeing what they're doing what they're saying you know saying in the forums you know saying in Facebook groups because that helps that, that absolutely helps when you get more in tune, you know, with our customers. Don't you think? Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. So, so then a couple of things that I thought about even more is how important is marketing without really knowing the pains, the frustrations, the anxieties, the, all the things that are in the way of the customer. Because I think that's a lot of what I see missing is that in marketing, a lot of organizations just want to just talk at you with their product instead of sharing this is what this is for. Yeah. Yeah, look, uh, and I think that I can even be guilty of that at times. Like when I was like, oh, we're going through the motions of promoting this, this latest training program. Mm-hmm. 
as, as opposed to just talking about what we're going to talk about, like how specifically does it help you? And where, you know, where are the, the problems that you're facing right now that this can help you with? Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's being conscious of that at all times, understanding who, who you're catering to and knowing they're not robotic and just going to buy everything you create. And um, I think ultimately what we want is to improve the, this community. When I say this community, I'm talking just you know, advertisers, business owners, entrepreneurs, marketers, I mean, and improve that community so they find more success. And, you know, that's, that's the end goal. I mean, I, I kind of uh, look at everyone out there and I'm thinking, okay, I understand all the struggles I went through and then like, I want to help people reach that next level. So in the spirit of, of looking at the evolution of your marketing efforts what what have you seen happen through through this time like from the beginning the way you marketed to the way you market now oh so what do i what, what have i seen change and like yeah how how's your marketing approach marketing? evolved yeah um you know i would say that in the early going i would say early going first few years especially um, I was much more out there, meaning yeah. easily accessible, um, meaning um, you know, writing more, sharing stuff on Facebook more, um, you know, uh, answering people's questions directly as opposed to having a team that did that. Um, so certainly, I mean, with volume, those things have changed. Um, mm -hmm. with priorities those things have changed well and I'm looking at it and I'm thinking okay in the beginning I would say you didn't have as much marketing confidence and in order to build that confidence I would believe that you wrote a lot of content mm. that you answered a lot of things firsthand but that was due to the fact of being a more of a solopreneur where you didn't have a, a big team. Yeah. So how did your confidence increase as time went on for you to not be as much behind the marketing engine as you were? Well, man, part of it is, yeah, no confidence in the beginning or lack of confidence. So I was trying everything. Mm -hmm. Like there were ways to like reserve your username on like a hundred different platforms and stuff like I was out there on everything I was obsessed like trying to make sure I was everywhere and um, I think it was once because I wasn't talking about Facebook ads in the beginning once I realized that was the primary way I could help people and um, that was my core competency I guess uh, um, it's started changing the way I marketed. Uh, I think volume absolutely contributed. I think some jadedness, <laughs> some jadedness changed things as well um, when it came to just dealing with the marketing game, dealing with trolls, dealing with all that kind of stuff. That wears on you after seven years. So mm -hmm. um, as opposed to like 
being a new baby in this world in the beginning and you know all the excitement behind behind all that and like hey look at me i'm doing this and like oh they like this they're commenting all this stuff and being really excited you kind of lose a little bit of that you know Um, so it, it definitely changed my direction a little bit so as you reflect back on it, because again, the answer isn't, it's not really finite. Like marketing is a bunch of stuff. It's just not one thing. So if you were to finish the the next three sentences, I'm going to ask you like how you finish it. So first one, marketing is knowing blank. Marketing is knowing blank. Um my customer yep yep and that's what i put Whew. i feel like we're on a game show because <laughs> i think it's super important well, i feel like, you like could i go, think it's super important yeah I mean, marketing is knowing my customer and i think there are multiple ways you can frame that because i mm-hmm. i was about to say knowing how i could help people which is kind of the same thing or similar mm-hmm. just a different direction i like that as an answer too so it's knowing my customer knowing how to help those are those are two great so I think the, the first is, yeah, it's more focused on other people. The second is focused mm-hmm. on, okay, what are my strengths and ways that, that I can help those people? Would you say marketing is having confidence? I don't, I don't think necessarily. What would you say? Marketing is having what? A plan? An intention? A purpose? Yeah, I mean, I think we go back to the umbrella, right? I mean, I think uh, a lot of things could fit under that. Yeah, I say that because I think that a lot of people are afraid to market. They're afraid to spend money. They think spending money is marketing. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be. No, I mean, you you, you can't. I, I I always question the approach of saying I'm never going to spend money on marketing. No, you, right. You're going to have limited results probably unless you're you're a yeah. unicorn, but. Yeah. Um, what is it what is it what is it you have to believe like if i'm some for somebody that's listening they're like okay i got this great idea i've never been a marketer before Mm -hmm. i don't even know what marketing is but i have a passion to solve this problem and i have the answer to do it what is it what is it they should believe like day one i mean you should believe in that vision that vision in mm-hmm. in your product or this knowledge or something whatever it is that can help the world like um if you don't believe in that i mean you can't market a product service whatever you don't believe in that's that goes back to why i'm a i'm a bad telemarketer for example i started out fresh out of college as a telemarketer and i sucked at it because I didn't believe in the product. He's like, oh, you don't want me to bother you? Yeah, I wouldn't want me to bother me either. Goodbye. Yeah. You know? So yeah. it's, it's a similar concept. Yeah, and, and I like that because as I listen to you say that, it is, it there is so much room in the world for people to solve problems that haven't been solved well. <laughs> and, and to get stuck into this idea of like, I don't know how to market it. I know the people that that I like to buy from, you know that they know what they're doing. Speaking of that, 
I just got back from lunch. There is a restaurant right around the corner that has been open for about a month and a half. And it's a um, Chinese restaurant that they have paper, like literally it looked like they went on Word and typed in what a menu would be, printed out one piece of paper of it, and then copied it a hundred times and put it the menu on the windows. And they don't have a regular big old, you know, menu that you'd get from some regular place. They wanted to just feed people good food. And I spoke with the owner a couple of weeks ago and I told him, I said, man, I really like the fact that you guys just want to get going and um, that you just want to get going. And he said, yeah, because I don't have time to be trying to market and spend all this money on big menus and stuff when I really don't know what's going to sell the best. So he literally, his marketing was a, a, a quick one-page Word document menu that he put out there and priced it and just wanted to see what would happen. And I thought, and I, a, lot, a lot of people don't like that. They're like, oh, they don't have a menu, you know, with 50 options and all of that. And his marketing was just, I'm just here to feed people. And I enjoy my food is high quality. So here's a question for you. Mm-hmm. Is marketing or can marketing be tricking people, deceiving people, convincing people, convincing people that they need your product that when they otherwise may not have needed it? That is what marketing has been traditionally of creating a void in people that was never there before. It was like a scarcity, make become making creating a scarcity, creating something that says, man, my legs, they feel restless. They feel numb. Oh, you have restless leg syndrome. You need a pill for that. <laughs> and and yeah, marketing becomes symptom creation. That's something other than, hey, you know how you get rid of restless leg syndrome? Stand up. <laughs> Right. Get get up and walk around a little bit. So, yeah, no, it, marketing has been that. It has been about this little bit of deception, a little bit of creating an I'm not worth it feeling that wasn't there before. I mean, you look at a lot of the products out there and, you know, for the women listeners, I feel just so much pain for all the choices that were created out there for things that are just so unnecessary. I, but, hey, I gotta go. I've been listening to more um, uh, sports radio on um, XM stuff, and mm-hmm. the commercials that come on there make me feel worthless as a man. Like everything's wow. about balding, and like, oh my god, your life's <laughs> over if you're balding. And then it's about. You know, testosterone booster to become a real man, you know? And like all this stuff, like I never knew I needed that. I need to be a real man. Like, oh man. And so, so yeah. And, and I'm laughing because I'm bald and um, I was started losing my hair in my early 30s. And <laughs> so this is funny because 
Lisa, John's wife, my cousin, uh, used to tease me about losing my hair. <laughs> and when she was in Chicago, because she came, stayed in Chicago for an internship, I think that was before you guys got married. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was before you guys got married. So she lived with me for a while, and I was losing my hair. And I started looking at Propecia and all these Rogaine, all these things because I was like, oh my God, I'm losing my hair. And you needed to have a second set of hands for this stuff. So Lisa like massaged my scalp, stimulate the follicles. That's what she called it, stimulate the follicles. (laughs) She said stimulate the follicles to grow hair. And it was because I felt like, oh my God, I'm losing my hair. And I started looking in the mirror every day and started losing my hair. Fast forward, like six years later, I go to Paris with one of my buddies and I wanted to get a haircut. And I, shoot, I didn't, I couldn't speak French. So I go in to ask for a haircut and he's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't speak an ounce of English. So he's cutting my hair. He cuts it all off. Mm -hmm. So he cut all my hair off. I mean, using a guard down to, to zero. And I'd never had my hair cut all off. I was on the edge of like the swoops and all the other stuff that could have happened. And it didn't. It wasn't able to happen. But he cuts it all off. So I come out and I see my buddy Eric. Eric says nothing. Hmm. And then the people that we were there with, we were coupled with a couple other people. And they say nothing. And I'm sitting there like, I just got all my hair cut off and nobody's noticing, you know? And then when I said it, they're like, you're right. I didn't even notice it. It looks really nice. From that point on, I never looked in the mirror again or took Propecia or any of that other stuff because I realized I really didn't care. And, you know, I think marketing can be very bad in situations of creating an insecurity in people that was never there. And that's what marketing shouldn't be. I think marketing should be for the greater good. And unfortunately, it's not being taught for the greater good at all. And that that's, that's kind of a sad statement to say, but then it's also a great possibility because as we open up the entrepreneurs group to the next level of audiences that we're going to for free, um, I want people to just start talking about the greater good that marketing can be. And then as we watch the conversations and shepherd the conversations from the uh, the bad marketing, the slimy marketing, the scammy marketing, because I think not enough people take a stand to say, hey, cut that out. You're like, no. Yeah. And they don't. There's middle ground somewhere, because I do believe you're going to have a hard time finding a marketer who tells you psychology isn't somehow part of a marketer's job, right? To to conv- use the right words, convince them. But at the same time, yeah, 
It's what's that? No, I'm saying, damn it, because you just shifted the conversation probably where it should have started, but, which is what's a marketer's job? Yeah, I mean, at the same time, um, it's also why I'm uncomfortable with so much marketing. Don't really ultimately consider myself much of a marketer. Uh, don't enjoy the sales side of it, but still having a lot. <laughs> You know, a, a level of success, like so. There is that middle ground. Um, it's it's a tough because I, I think well, I think we'd so, be ignorant to say there's no no psychology. We just to this, we just like tell tell everybody how we can help them, and we're gonna you know have a yeah. Successful but but business. that's why. But that's why for me, I fundamentally believe it's empathy, yeah. and I believe it is a marketer's job to get to know a customer or prospect so intimately that you know the, all those things. You know, you, you, you're curious about what they're seeing, what they're hearing, what they're saying, what they're doing, what pains they want, they have, and what gain they want. You know, what do they want solved? Like that to me as a marketer's job is to intimately know and get to understand this prospect or this customer and then be honest, you know, and that, that to me is probably where the things get uncomfortable because I think a lot of organizations struggle with what they are doing and there is a little bit of gimmick, a little bit of hiding, a little bit of hocus pocus that easily gets misunderstood and then you got people buying stuff they don't need and and then creating this desire for something that they never needed in the first place so yeah it's a i i think this is an a conversation that could go on forever but in the at the minimum to to kind of round out the conversation for those that are thinking about what is marketing it is your own individual pursuit of what you want it to be for you. And it's like a tailored suit. It's like, it's going to be what fits you. If you're the type of person that, you know, wants to go out there and ethically build your brand. Great. You want to align it with your core values. You want to align it with the promises that you know that you can deliver. Fantastic. You're the person that likes to be, you know, uh, Crazy Joe's electronics man that's always discounting everything. If that works for you, then then do I guess do you then? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we've talked about it before, but it all goes back to establishing your core values, what you're willing and not willing to do, what's important to you, and all that stuff in the very early going, and following that path, not the path of what do I think I'm supposed to be doing because Freddie over there is doing that. You know, kind of thing. So, well, so I think marketing is art. When I think about it now, it's like the quickest answer is it's art. It's like everybody has their own way of doing it. And it's pretty hard to say this is what it is. I don't think it's a finite answer anymore. Yeah. Don't worry about Freddie. All right. We all done? <laughs> yeah. We're good. All right. So, thanks, everybody. Um, Think, uh, I think it was good. I think it was valuable this week. 
Uh, we'll be back uh, next week as well. Again, we'll we'll run these for the rest of 2018 the best we can. We might run into some um, obstacles with holidays, but uh, thought this was one of our more valuable shows. Any last last moments? Uh, any any words here, Jr.? Of course. Happy Thanksgiving. Go Bears. Uh, you're breaking up a little bit there, but uh, <laughs> yeah, Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Until next time, go Packers. Do awesome things. We're out.